The current situation of injustice, protests, and riots did not happen by accident after the coronavirus lockdown. There is an infection in our culture that hates beauty, an infection that hates America, a consuming virus that hates the true, the noble, the just, the pure, the lovely, things of good report, and all that is virtuous and worthy of praise. This is an infection that hates God. There is a belief system possessing people that wants to remake our world in its image, and it wears the branding of social safety and equality, but I can promise you this, there will be no justice, no truth, or beauty once it has power. Early on in the coronavirus lockdown, I knew something was wrong with the narrative of how we were to respond to the virus. Something was wrong when the solution required total eradication of our individual agency to make decisions affecting our fate. Something was intuitively corrupt with the notion that we must accept total control of our lives by select experts in order to survive. Something smelled wrong. As a pastor, I was called early in the lockdown to a hospital after a neighbor of mine had a four-wheeler wreck. They wouldn't let the clergy in to see him, or even his parents. He was brain dead, and they wanted his parents to take him off life support. But their priority was not to let the parents in under the guise of their own safety. The church was denied access to this hospital room, and it was clear that safety trumped spirituality. I knew something was off, and looking back, I realized that what I was facing was the true belief system of our culture. This was a moment that said spiritual matters are warm and fuzzy, but not serious. Spiritual matters, they're not real enough to transcend the laws of safety. They are non-essential, a mere plaything for those who enjoy them. I knew this was not about the virus, which is certainly real, but about a belief system exerting itself. Anything that writes off spiritual health as something that is your truth rather than the truth is incapable of making decisions that fully appreciate a parent's need to see their son before he dies. Any system that even considers weighing out essential and non-essential livelihoods is incapable of valuing the family, of valuing the individual. Such a belief system cannot understand things that are noble, just, pure, and beautiful. A belief system that writes off spiritual health as unnecessary in a hospital is incapable of valuing either life or beauty. What I saw, and what many of you saw with me, was a hatching. It was a hatching of seeds and eggs planted in our world. It was a coming-of-age moment for our culture of safety first and virtue signal online. Moreover, the great lie was being manifested that says, the purpose of life is to avoid suffering, and we can achieve society without suffering. That great lie, it was exerting itself in full force. Regarding the coronavirus, I stated that it was an alligator in the yard, an apex predator, and we were being told to only focus on that one apex predator, despite the fact that it was very obvious that there were other apex predators in the yard with it. We were being told that we must only pursue instant gratification, instant safety, and not have any considerations of the future, of long-term consequences for our decisions. And yet, the problem with apex predators is that they are always looking for an advantage over you. Evil is always looking to take advantage of bad situations to increase its power. And then, something else happened. Another alligator crept into the yard. The coronavirus abdicated its throne of idolatry as an injustice emerged. And then, people started to act as if rioting after a real injustice would bear good fruit. It will not. There are real protests that are pursuing truth and justice, but evil has taken advantage of this as well. And to deny that is to deny the truth of our world. 
Rioting does not pursue things that are true, noble, just, pure, lovely, or of good report, and virtuous. It always tries to do something which advances its own intentions and its own machinations. Evil does not want to concede the truth of the world. And when you look in the world around us, rioting it really will never pursue things that are true, noble, just, pure, lovely, of good report and virtue. It does not, and you are bearing false witness if you say that it's the only way for voices to be heard. The major cities where such injustices and disparities exist have long bought into the social justice thinking and culture. They have long had activists, commissions, institutions that completely embrace social justice and implement its tenets into the veins of their communities. But the fruit of such collective justice thinking has not stopped disparities. Its fruits have neither been good nor beautiful. Why? Because this ideology's structure was not about changing the disparities like it professed, but about power and deconstruction of the truth. It was about virtue signaling online and playing a flute that would make people dance rather than being honest about the world. It was about having a golden statue that makes you bow down whenever you hear the beckoning crescendos of its orchestra of idolatry. There are real injustice we need to address. But justice cannot be advanced by adding in even more uneven scales. If you want to pursue justice, I'm here to do it with you. There are disparities in this world that need to be addressed. But you will have to put aside your ideology if you want the truth. You will have to put aside your predetermined conclusions about the subject if you want to make a difference. You will have to put aside your aversion to offending people if you want to bless people. You will have to put aside your temptation to judge people as groups rather than individuals if you want to honestly see the world. You will have to decide if you want even scales or you want all outcomes to be the same. Because these two are not the same. God has declared that uneven scales are an abomination to him. However, we know that all outcomes will not be the same if the scales are even. We do not live in a utopia, and we will not make one with our own will. The only way to have equal outcomes for all individuals is to build uneven scales, and that will lead us to a point where we are all either dead or we cease to be human. What the mainstream narrative tells us about justice is not justice, and it's certainly not Christ-like justice. Instead, it's about silencing people under the guise that they must be quiet because someone else possesses hidden knowledge about justice that was granted to them by the color of their skin. This will not bring justice. And we now have years of evidence to see how this ideology does not bring justice. But I suspect no one will be permitted to examine it honestly because no one is ever permitted to examine idols honestly. And rather than building off forces that ended slavery... The idolatrous god of this age has created its own religion and belief system, and it teaches people to hate the ideas and principles that ended slavery. It has given generations of people a warped view of history. America did not invent slavery. Instead, it was a sin inherited from a fallen world, an inheritance that was rejected within less than a hundred years of America being an independent nation. Now, America is neither heaven nor is it perfect. But if we're honest about history, it is not uniquely evil in history. In fact, it has been a uniquely good force for advancing things that are good and beautiful in our world. It is not God's promised land and it is not the end all of heaven. But nonetheless, if you are looking at history honestly, you will have to admit that it is not uniquely evil, but in fact, uniquely a force for good. 
but people are being taught a lie. It's demonic. And any belief system that conflates the true role of the individual and the collective is always evil. Here's the biblical worldview for you. We are our brother's keeper, but we are not ourselves and our brother at the same time. You are an individual that lives within a collective, but you are not a collective yourself. And if any of you were a collective, then you would be legion and you would need an exorcism. God does not grant damnation by association and God does not grant salvation by association. And if that is how our maker has modeled justice for us, then that is more than good enough for us. In fact, anything else is from the pits of hell and it doesn't matter what your intentions are. The devil and his demons love it when your good intentions do their bidding. Everything the mainstream narrative tells us all goes in one direction. It castrates your ability to pursue truth and beauty, and it positions you to be disarmed so that you can be consumed by the hungry and craven demonic god of this age. It brands its division under the guise of saying it's non-divisive and inoffensive, but yet it is completely the opposite of what it declares to be. The idolatrous god of this age is blinding the hearts of unbelievers and even training believers to become unbelievers. Why? To negate the radiating illumination of the good news that Christ Jesus is God and Christ Jesus is present. He is the image of God. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in spiritual warfare. I am certain of that. And I am either entirely correct or entirely insane. And the sooner we realize this, the better off we will be. Those who reject this truth will not be able to stand against the idolatrous God of this age that wants to consume us. So grab onto your belts, gird up your loins like a man, and keep your spirits up by focusing on this verse that I'm going to share with you from Philippians 4.8. Philippians 4.8 reads, it says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, Whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, and if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things.